I'm believing that we are going to learn how to live out the life that Jesus um, and God has called us to live. That is a life of the spirit. God has called us to live a continuum in a life of the spirit. And uh, the life of the spirit is not only just a life that we're trying to touch into, but it's a lifestyle. Can you say that with me? Lifestyle. Yeah, the, the spirit life is a lifestyle. It's, it's not just a life that you visit. It's a lifestyle. And, and, and so until we as Christians, believers, learn how to live a spirit lifestyle, which means there's a type of style of the spirit life. <laughs> there's an interpretation of the style of the spirit lit life. Um, and so it's not a visitation. It's not a uh, only just manifestation. You learn to live from a manifestation. You learn to live a visitated life. Are, are you hear what I'm saying? Most of the things that we highlight in church today, it, it's, it's not actually proof. It's proof. It's supposed to be proof to the, the carnal person. But to the believer, it's supposed to be already a lifestyle. So what we highlight as essential in as in manifestation today is actually proven what it's not normal to us. Does that make sense? It, it's not normal to the average believer. And, and we can be in church for 10, 5 years, 20 years. And, and just the, the thing that Jesus said, that should be a normality of a believer's lifestyle. You live a certain lifestyle. So and there's normalities of your lifestyle. So that that's not if, if I come and do something in your house that you've been doing for years, you're going to look at me like, what? <laughs> hey, good job. <laughs> because you've been doing that continually for as a lifestyle. So Jesus said there's a way th that you call to live this life as a believer. And it's not visiting these areas, but it's learning to live in a visitation life. Learn to live in a hearing life. Learn to live in a, uh, a manifested life, not something that you, you just visit here and there. And when the guest speaker comes and when this one shows up and God is saying, no, this should be a lifestyle. Casting out devils should be a life. So pastor just preparing us <laughs> because we won't have a church lifestyle that's not going to be so caught up in the wow because it's a life. It's a normality. What people do on mistake, we're going to do on purpose. <laughs> because we're going to understand how to live the lifestyle. Can you say amen? And so if you are a Christian, you will want to know how to live this lifestyle. I don't know about you. I didn't become a Christian to just to be. I used to talk about you. I used to tell you, I used to talk about you Christians, how fake and how you 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 be at the club one day and then you talk in Jesus. And I used to talk about you. I, I used to talk about how you 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 one sided on one way. I used to. But now I'm one. So I, I, I can't you know, if I'm going to 
It don't make no sense to stay on the fence. It's too tasteful out there, but I, I better know how to taste and see that the Lord is good. Uh, 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 that I'm not going to get the taste bud. I, so if you're going to live this, don't just want to be just a Sunday Christian. In fact, I, some of us who need purpose, you can't. You, you, you can't live on the the tight of a regular regular life. You need them every day. And so now I ain't going to talk about you. I got to look in the mirror and talk about myself. Can you look in the mirror and start talking about your Tonight, <laughs> tonight we are going to continue on the, the, the life, the spirit life course. Amen. Tonight I want to talk about interpreting divine Pro promptings, interpreting divine promptings. Tonight, you're going to learn how God speaks. How God what? How God speaks. Not how he speaks on the outernal, outskirts of you, how he speaks on the inward parts. If you don't learn how God speaks, you miss the prompting of how he speaks. And you cast off the voice of God. How many of you remember the three that we talked about in class one that you, that you can prevent the Holy Spirit uh, from doing in your life? How many remember the three? Number one was that you can quench the spirit. You can undermine. And you can cast off. And so you, you have to know if I'm not cognizant of the spirit leading. I could be preventing him from doing what he's trying to do in me. And you don't want in the spirit life. You're very sensitive to the spirit of God. You, 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 you don't want to cast it. That's your life. It, 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 listening to God is your lifeline. It's like if you don't have your lifeline, what do it's, it's like if there is no need to live. Y'all hearing me tonight. See, some of us, we're living off of the confines of a modality of religiosity, but we don't know as we learn to taste more of God, you, you start learning what you really live on. You, you, there's a life of the spirit that you learn to live from. There's a, 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 a personal, uh, relational, there's a real um, tracing life of God experiential life of God there's what experiential life so when you taste that level of experience with God you don't it's as if you, you once you taste you don't want to get out of it so you know when where you are in God and where you are not in God so talking when people who have experienced God in such a way they're not so they're not they don't care about people who talk about it they're not. You can try to beat me with the logos. You, you see, talkers want to tell you that they usually get stuck in what Jesus said. Don't get stuck in the Bible says do not get stuck in all the history stuff and philosophy. He told you don't get stuck in philosophies. It's a stumbling block. But see, when you, you don't know and you haven't had experiential life with God, we allow people to bring doctrine.
experience with the life of God. So we think that because of what they're saying and they know the Greek and the Hebrew and they can tell you what happened back then that you don't know. That doesn't mean that they don't know. They know God in the way God wants them to know him. Are y'all hearing me so far? So uh, the reason why I see many of you come to church, you say, you know, he, he it's, it's like he's talking down on the word, but he's not talking down. I'm trying to help you understand what the word is. Because we've learned it's all about just reading and, and knowing and, and, and remember. But your memory doesn't come until you understand the inward parts. Because memory is not only knowledge based, it's experiential based. Uh, I'm saying a lot already. Memory is not what? Only knowledge base, which means if you're mental, you're psychological, your heart is not uh, um, conducive to the information that you receive and you won't keep it. You want what? Which means if you're not led into an encounter with God, you can't, you can't even keep what you get, what you're hearing. It's like a father. Watch this. See, see let, let me let me tell you something. There are things that, and, and this is no no slap on parents, but a child doesn't see rebellion is justified when a child don't know it's loved. Rebellion is justified in the mind of a child when they don't know that they're. So love to them is not only what you say; it's experience. Uh, come on, y'all catching with me. So love to a child is, is not only what you say, it's experiential. So I know you love me because how you embrace me. You, you're there for me when I'm hurt. You're there for me. You, you, you're telling me words that give me life. Are, are you catching what I'm saying? That's experiential to a child. So now when you talk, they hold the words that you say in their heart. And now the maturity of those words they are holding, watch this. When you're doing it right, watch this, you don't have to necessarily whoop a child when they do wrong because the wrong is now a conviction to them. It's, it wasn't, all right. They'll cry on their own because now they have a conviction for wrong because how they're loved. It wasn't because of their wrong anymore. It was, they see that they, they should do better than that now. But it wasn't fear of what you're going to do to me. See, that's different. That's that's experiential love. But rebellion is justified when I'm just scared of you. Because when I get out your house, you're not the idol anymore. So party, hey, party here. Y'all know how we, come, why y'all acting like y'all just went and what's wrong with you? You know why you walked out the house and you were like, it's time, baby. I'm ready now. My age, I can go by. I can go do what I want to do. Partay. Partay and partay. No conviction. Preferably you had a couple of them. Tell somebody I had a couple of them. I'll raise right. I, oh, this is, you tell me I didn't know. No, I, ain't, I ain't had none of them passed out there. Yeah, Pastor, I wasn't, yeah, I, I, we visited church. We just wasn't. <laughs> 
So there's a difference in training. God has a temper. God has a certain training that he's trying to get. That you don't learn the way uh, that you need to learn unless you learn how to stay in my love. Because your desire for me won't be there enough for you to have a conviction to understand why I discipline. Understand why I do what I do with you. You won't commit to the you you're not you're not going to commit to the class. Because you you're looking at it from a idolistic place. Am I I'm God number one. I don't like idols. But I told you I'm, I I don't want you to look at me from when I say idol, I'm saying an idol to worship with control because I, I don't control you. Now, at the end of the, all of this is over, every knee going to bow. Every tongue will confess that I am Lord. But you only knew I was really Lord to you if you chose me. They say they love me, but don't do what I Say, so you never knew me because you never do what I say. Now I'm giving y'all scripture. I know we haven't read it, but I'm giving you scripture. <laughs> Glory. Why do they say they love me but don't do what I say? So he's trying to love you into condition. He's trying to love you into correction. He's trying to love you because when there's a love component and you understand the mercy and the grace and you understand what righteousness really is, most of the things, grace and peace, be multiplied to you in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. So the knowledge into the righteousness of God. We are the righteousness of God. So righteousness started because what Jesus already accomplished. Can you say amen? What's, what you got, my man? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, number one, he don't want to control us because if if if, if he controls us, we, we never chose him. All right. Number one. Uh, number two, it's not necessarily that God puts it on us. God sent us in the world that has choices. He said, choose life or death. And he said it what life looked like. And he said what death looked like. And he said, choose. So if we learn to choose life, life in Christ, and that's what we're learning more about. As we more, learn more about Christ and we start choosing Christ, we can, and, and it's called faith. You know why it's faith? Because it's not seen. You got to believe it because it ain't going to look like, it ain't going to look, it ain't going to look like. If, if, I, if, if I fall back right now, it, it don't look like that chair might, it might catch me. It might. But if I say I got faith in it, I'll just drop back. All right. So real faith, it don't look like it. But if I, I learn to to understand it, I say, you know, the structure is pretty solid. In fact, why y'all just sat down and you and check the structure? Because you trust the chair to hold you. Now, we used to have some chairs in here that we ain't going to talk about that. We had to pray people out into these and they. But, but, but so, so it, it's not that God does anything. We, we are our worst own, own worst enemies when we're not submitted to God. 
because he loves us. And, and this is why we learn to submit to him. Yes, sir. Uh huh. Well, there's different different uh, regions and different elements of different people's life. We'll talk more about it, all right? Uh, because uh, people have different life experiences, and so God deals with all of us differently. Well, so, um, some of us, you was an obedient child. Some of y'all, y'all like to touch fire. You just saw the, the it, it, it was hot, but you keep touching it. So all of us have different elements of how we obey and and, and sometimes it's not god knows what can make us turn our face what god knows how much to bend us to say hey all right i need you to turn to me okay because i'm trying to show you something but we'll talk definitely more about that good question y'all ready tonight hallelujah i want you to go to first corinthians 2 9 through 16 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 16. I want somebody to read for me um, 9 through 11 really quickly. Mm-hmm. Amen. You can stop right there, actually. Now, he starts out with saying, eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for those who what? love him. Number one, before we go into this, I want you to understand that God has prepared some things. God has what? So he has predestined some things. There is a destination and there is a preparation. Are y'all catching me? There's a preparation and there's a predestination for those who love him. Those who what? Now remember, the Bible says, if you love me, John 14, uh, John 14, if you love me, keep my commandments. All right. So now I, I want you to understand. He's saying, listen, I have a place for you. There's there's a, a place for you there. Uh, but there's a person that needs to be you for the place. So there's a, a, a place for you, but there's a you that was predestinated for that place. So the, the place won't see the you if you're not the you for the place. Y'all catching me. Which means sometime until we mature, we can be, we might can see a place that was for us, but we won't know it because we're not at the place. 
And this is the danger of undermining and the majority of believers today. We have our own. If we dissect you, you have your own plan. You have your own way of what you think your end is. You're not leaving room for God to blow your mind. Listen to understand this. This is why you need to understand that. We're going to be jealous. The devil will actually use. You have to understand as God blows your mind, people want to know, well, you got to be doing something because their corner mind can't conceive what God already did from the foundations of the world. So I'm praying for y'all not to be jealous. And I'm going to keep telling you, don't think, you know, got to be my tie. No, baby. I'm the first person to tell you, no, sweetheart. No, brother. I ain't going to cheat God. I'm too scared of God to cheat. So I'll give you that ahead of time. Uh, why am I saying that? Because you got to leave room. For, somebody say leave room. You, you got to leave room. If you don't leave room, you, you, you don't let God do what he want to do. Many times, and I've, I've learned how to come out of this condition. It's a condition. When I want to do something, you set something up and say, "What? Well, that, that's just what we're going to go with. Do you leave prophetic unctions? This is why some of y'all let you, don't, don't always throw down your wife. She might be right. The streets you're sitting in now, we was actually going to be in a nice corner. Seat. I just wanted to preach. Oh, God ain't saying that. I said, but I need to go preach years ago. And come to find out, she said, she started moving stuff. I said, girl, we ain't got nowhere. Yeah, we do. I said, oh, your faith. So I, I rolled on her faith. We, I believe it too, but I'm like, girl, we do. And so enough, they opened the door. I said, Lord, forgive me. You know what? So you, you, when you won, you got to make sure. Find out who got the prophetic voice. Look at him a little bit. Test it just a little bit sometimes. What you saying? What you talking about? No, I got to um, You reaching, girl. You reaching. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Leave room for God. He knows what he prepared for you. And, and, and if you keep pre-moving, if you keep pre-stepping, pre-doing, pre and God might say, I'm glad you wanted that because I want to show you what I'm really going to give you. But, but can you conceive it? Can you submit to me and allow me to do that? Because see, some of us, fought, we fight against it. God, you know, that's just too much for me. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? All right. That might be an uncomfortable topic right now. Let's, let's deal with this and we'll get there. Somebody say predestination. So God has already done these things for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the. How, what did he search? Even the what? I mean, there's not just things, but there are deep things. Are y'all catching me? For what man knows the things of a man ex except the spirit of a man, which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God, which means you have a spirit, but you have a Holy Spirit. 
and the spirit conjoined understands God, but you don't know God outside of the spirit of God. This is why, church, I, I can say it a hundred thousand times. You can't tell an unbeliever to go read the Bible to know God. It's, it's a lie, and they'll never know God like that. You can't tell an unbeliever. You cannot online. You can't tell an unbeliever to go read the Bible. The Bible just said they won't understand it. It's foolishness to them. So what? how do they know God? It's you. You are the testimony that they believe. And as they believe the testimony of the God of you, they'll start. God will open their eyes from the God of you. Y'all got to be careful because I'll say something and I'm telling too much of the truth and I need to have lie truth. So your mind can understand it. They're going to believe the God of you first. See, what we like to do is excuse our lifestyle and say, no, you just read the Bible, baby, because I ain't God. So you violate all kind of principles to let them know that you ain't perfect. You and, and, and what testimony is that? Why would wait, wait, wait? You want me to go know about your God, but you don't even know about you. You telling me that you don't even like your own God and you want me to go visit him. <laughs> it's like going to say, go, <laughs> go visit my friend. Well, what about him? Oh, yeah, you, you know, I'm I don't like to go visit. I stay outside when I, I don't do too much with it. I'm like, well, why do you want me to go visit? You walk yourself way out before you're trying to give a testimony, but you walk your own self out. I'm like, why, why would you want me to go there if you don't even want to go? Y'all y'all hear what I'm saying? But this is the normality of our testimonies today. We, 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 we uh, you know, don't look at me. Yeah, but they need to look at you right now. I get what you're saying, but they need, and they were called to look at you. You are the light of the world. What do you don't look at I know see yeah I've got to fix some doctrine around here don't look at me you are the light of the world what you mean don't look at you they're going to look at you can I give y'all a secret when God gives you glory and you're trying to take the glory off of you you're still not mature because the fact that you're trying to take it you it, it it shows that you're not understanding why God has rated you that way. By default, when they're following you, they're going to worship God because the way that you give the light, it provokes them to God. Because you, God already tested you to know that you're not going to point people to them. In the beginning, though, the law is a tutor. So you need them to stick to you. A child that's learning, you, 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 today they put them on chains and all kind of stuff in stores. Y'all ever seen one on a rope? <laughs> they, they got a law. They, they chained up. Now, I'm, I'm not going to get into that. Tonight. I don't want to be on the news. And what is what with that? But they, they have chain on them because they need to keep them close. Okay, until they learn responsibility to stay close without the law. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? So uh, there, there's a part that we have to understand. All right, let's get into the meat of this.
But the spirit is from God that we might know the things that has been freely given to us. One version say all things that have been. So we may know the things that have freely given to us. So the spirit of God is there to help you to know what's been given to you. But outside of the spirit leading you and helping you understand what's been given to you, you won't know. So the lack of knowledge will destroy you. God is knowledge. God is all knowledge. Before there was a problem, I want you to hear me, there was already a solution. I, you know, I want to go revelatory tonight, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold back. Before, see, you look at the problem and we're just waiting for it. No, before there was a problem, God has already ordained a solution. Uh, I can do a whole week's message on it. Before there was a, every problem you're looking at, God has already established a solution. That's why he said it wasn't that things are destroyed. It's the lack of knowledge that will destroy. So what you don't know is what destroys. So if God is all knowledge and all truth, the less that I know about him. Y'all catching me? All right. Verse 13. Let's get into it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get off of this. Verse 13. These things we also speak. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. Comparing spiritual things with what? With spiritual, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are what? Foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are what? Spiritually, which means the spirit life is spiritually discerning. Which means you can't live it unless you have discernment. But he who is spiritual judge how much things? Hold on, before you say that, I thought you we don't judge. You don't, we don't judge. Ah, Jesus. I thought you. I thought we don't judge. We we don't judge. Why are you judging? What you judging? We don't judge. But I, we don't judge. Your Bible says that the Spirit of God in you judge everything. You have a judgment. You have to judge. The Bible says you're going to judge the earth. What are you talking about? Why you judge? You, judge? you don't understand the type of judgment. There's a type. Somebody said there's a type. So I don't freeze you tonight. You know, I don't think we just need to judge. No, you, 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 you better learn how to judge righteously. Because where you don't have a judgment, they're going to give you one. Everybody have a judgment. And if it's not Christ's judgment, it's still a judgment. Are y'all catching me? All right. But the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God, for they are what? So when people don't understand and they say foolish things, you know why. Are you catching me? Nor can they know them because they are what? Spiritually discerned. But he who... Is spiritual judge all things. He who is 
he who is spiritual judge all things yet he himself rightly judged by no or who has known the mind of the Lord that may instruct him but we have the mind of Christ all right let's dive into this y'all ready I haven't even started yet that was just a, a precursor to where we go <laughs> now the Bible tells us and we've been learning that um, if we're going to learn to live this life of the spirit and walk in the life of the spirit, he's telling you that we judge all things by the spirit. So your judgment of life is determined by your interpretation of God. You have a judgment about yourself. You have a judgment about your life. You have a judgment about how, what you're doing, how you're doing it, uh, the way you're doing it. You have a judgment. And the only judge that's right in you is God. That's why pastor always say when all the marches happen and all this stuff, I'm not making a political statement. Stay in your seat. You're right. When, when everybody marching down and everybody talking about true justice and justice and black justice and white justice and Mexican justice and all this justice. And I said, they don't, nobody knows justice. In fact, I started a channel called true justice. Because we don't know what justice is. You, justice is not what you just see out there. Justice is the law in your inward parts. Do you learn? Have you learned to judge righteously? Justice is not because you saw a black man do anything or a white man did anything. That's not justice. Justice might be to save the one that did the crime. All, all right, y'all, y'all ready to go? See, see hold on always on the victim but but what if God told you the one that killed them I want you to go into the prison and you're going to deliver him y'all ready to walk this walk no no hold on because you mad right I want you to go into the murderer and you're going to show him to me you you want to know justice all right. See, all right. Hold on. See, y'all, y'all was just, y'all was marching. Everybody just, you want to know justice. You go to the murderer. I got the one that died. You go to the murderer though. Make sure he's saved before you leave here. Y'all catching me? So, so you be believers have to be very careful because we, 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 we violate the word and ecclesiastical suicide when we allow ourselves to speak pre-justice. Because God might have mercy where you didn't. See, your mercy is limited. Your, your mercy is limited. You you telling me Paul who killed church he killed he killed so many Christians and the one who wrote the he done wrote the writ that we read killed men you ain't talking about that murderer Jesus said in fact you ain't persecuting me but you marching you won't give that man a chance can't believe he murdered them because. You don't understand divine justice. So this is where the frustration becomes, because when you live a spirit life, everybody run after narratives. Nobody checked for God. Yes, ma'am. 
Everything goes back to love. It just goes back to everything. God is love, and so even when we do, when we ju when we judge people, mm -hmm. it has to be in love. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I right. mean, I know there's a, I know that there's a yep. Yep. different type of justice, but yep, yep, yep. No, I, absolutely. I hear what you're saying. I, I, I'm, I'm, I got a lot swarming in my head right now, but um, it's rooted in divine law. It's rooted in divine establishing how God looks at things, and, and God. From love, he is love. love. Yes. So even the the discipline is from love. Right. But we don't know why people do what they do. Only God knows certain things of why people do what they do, and, and so this is why God has an eye of mercy. But there's mercy that we don't have because we're seeing from these eyes. And so when it comes to certain things, we no, you don't deserve certain such 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 such. And so you'll see Christians masquerading and, uh, you know, kill that man. Do it. And do we abide by the law of nature? Yes. But that doesn't qualify. The judge. It's dependent on the judging you. See, to one Christian, they say, yeah, kill them because they're just running with the law of the nature. So they might not be in violation. But somebody who has a greater level of God, God ain't saying kill nobody. God saying, pray for his salvation. God saying, what if I tell you go in there? And you catch me? So it, it's different. It's, we don't see when you learn to live a spirit life, you don't go on your own conscience. You live from the conscience of the spirit. I'm sorry. No, no, I mean, that's basically, you know, you said it perfectly. Victory was that it just totally flipped the Oh, no, he did wrong. He needs to die. Yeah. But then the the spirit within us. Yes. That that just that, you know, he the justice within us and Holy Spirit will say, no, you need to save his soul. Yes. Because he doesn't need to die and go to hell for yes. something because I already came yes. for him. I came for you. Yes. And like like the word says to whom much is given, much is required. I mean, not freely you receive yeah, 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 yeah. you uh -huh. freely you receive and so freely give and yeah. so again it goes back to like you're teaching us about living a spirit-filled life we have to walk in the spirit because if you don't yeah we're gonna you're gonna always um double back to no he shot a black man in the back right or he right. he did this or they right. did that or they robbed somebody right you know and they get what they deserve yep. it's just ah. but we don't we like you said <laughs> what you're teaching us is that yes. we have to see past that right. and we have to see the spirit of the person yes. why did they do that why is it you know you have to go deeper and so and we don't I, we just I like look what at you it said. for, for they get what they deserve mm -hmm. how many of us come on can y'all uh -huh. come on nine. all the time when no, i watch the Oh, oh, they got what they deserve. You ain't, mm -hmm, yeah. you ain't thinking no Don't other bust way. Hell wide open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lord. And, and extra. But but hold one second. So now let's let's go a little deeper here. But but this is why. Let, let's bring principle to this. The Bible says that see, you keep the outside of things, but my law is different on the New Testament. Because it's experiential, I say, because it's spiritual. If you if you hate your brother, you already murdered. So it's no different from what. You, all right, yeah. So you trying to go from an outward law, and I already judge you from an inward law. So this is where we don't understand how these things are working. Jesus said, "If you look wrong, I saw your heart. 
I know you're talking about what they're doing out there. I, you're a murderer. You still didn't forgive them. You, you, you wouldn't care if this one died. So they're already dead to you. You want to talk about murder. You're going to meet me with them on that murder. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So this is why we have to establish understanding of the reality of the inward part, the new law. Let, 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 let's, let's, let's go here real quick. Uh-oh, it's getting a little hot in here now. Eh? Je Jeremiah 31, 33. <laughs> but this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my laws in their what? So where's the law? So you tell something on the outside. And I get that. We can see that that's wrong. However, what is your judgment? I know their judgment. What's yours? Did you consider God's judgment in it? Oh, Lord. I, I, I'm going to help you all out so you don't back up. And, Pastor, you know what? This Christian thing, I just... Uh, We don't understand that God is calling us to live a higher level of life because you value the life that God created. So he knows how to value his own. So you don't know how to value the way he need, you need to value and you don't know how to judge when you need to judge. Because it's not saying that we shouldn't have a judgment, a certain judgment of what's right and wrong. That's not what I'm saying. If we see a certain uh, uh, reinforcement of laws and a certain reinforcement of something that's wrong, of course, it wrong is wrong. Y'all catch what I'm saying? However, there it goes deeper because what happens is when you don't understand the fight that you're in, you actually start communicating and connecting with everybody in the same fight, but everybody don't believe the same thing. All right, all right. I, now, now we're getting into governmental things. Y'all go here. For, so now you, you become a force multiplier to the wrong leverage of the fight. And you don't know now the devil is running rapid with your leverage. You giving leverage to it. Because you agree with it. So you are force. You, you, that your peace is still pushing it forward. So you've got to understand that everything that looks good is not God. Everything that sounds good is not God. Because we're, we're in a structure that the devil knows what he's doing. Even if it's going to be, you don't need to be a part. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about it, especially today. Especially today. Because if we don't understand these areas and arenas, this is a part of it. Pastor going to be talking about more of colorism and racism, all that. I am. I will. So you might be prepared. Get your heart right. Get prepared. I will. Because it's a big part of your salvation, too. Because Jesus said, if you hate your brother, who is your brother? I, see, now we, all right. Yeah. See, you don't even know who your brother is because it depends on what the color of the skin is. It depends on what color your skin is. So we don't even know who our brothers is because, you know, we have a black gospel in the black church. 
We have a white. I done lost about five people on the line. That's fine. We have we done made definitions called black church. I only heard of one church of Jesus Christ, where there is no neither Jew or Gentile, slave or free. But see, he said we all one. But because you saw something and don't know the narrative that governs that, you run with everybody else and a force with them. You a force multiplier to the the to the thing. And you don't care anymore what they're doing so even if i told you just walk with me it doesn't matter what i put on out on everything in the society and you don't, your agenda is being done you don't care what my agenda is so i walk with mine and we're gonna walk together because you'll get yours done but i'm gonna get mine done let's do it I, i'll kill babies too and you just i'm a, i'm a, i support you well, let's walk. I'm grace. The more the understanding and sensitivity to the moving in your inward parts. This is why most of us have to learn why things are not sometimes not moving because we're not we're violating laws on our level. I'm going to help you. If you're violating laws on your level, you're asking God on the on the expense of you being a child, but the fact that you know that you're doing something that's not right and saying you're out shows that you know it's wrong. All right, let me. It's like saying, I know this is wrong, but I'm a child, but I'm a, but the fact that you know it's wrong is showing that you're not as a child that you think you are because a child will do something pre-content. But once they know, you know now. It is not that God don't forgive you. It's not a forgiving issue. It's not a what? It's not a necessarily a forgiving issue. It's a productive issue. It's a production issue. Are y'all catching me? Because now we get frustrated because we're not moving. But we keep showing that we got it. And God is saying, I need to see that the authenticity of you understanding how I work and how I move. Amen which is produced by my love. Can you say amen? All right, let's get into this. I ain't got much time. So the laws would move from the tablets of stone in the Old Testament into the New Testament, now in your inward heart, which means you have got to learn how to live an experiential, spirit-led life. You got to learn how to live a what? Experiential, spirit-led life. Don't learn to how to live an experiential spirit-led life you're going to keep trying to it's nothing wrong sometimes i'm not saying you're going to feel it every time you learn to live off principle but principle is not it's an exception principle is, all right when i'm not in sense of what god is doing i i lean to a principle but by living the life i'm already living principally you're catching me everything i'm doing in the spirit is principle but when i'm not sensing god if God is testing me to see if I'm going to hold to the principle, hold to the principle, even though I'm not sensing God. Oh, you're catching me. So that's when I hold to the principle. But I can't live a life unexperiential, only cerebral, because now I don't have the experience nor the strength to do what I'm saying. So most of us know it, but we don't have the strength to do it. 
You know the scripture to that, but you don't know how to do it. You know the scripture to how uh, of what you supposed to do, but you don't have the ability to do it because you don't have the experiential elements of relational context with God. Are y'all catching me? So the New Testament was trying to show us that, hey, I want you. That's why I say stay in my love. Comfort those with the same comfort that you have received. You can't do this differently. You, you have to learn how to walk with me and stay with me and, and crucify your flesh. Learn how to consecrate yourself. You can't do this by the Old Testament way where you got you need a second hand to get it, which means you can live any kind of way. But long as the priest go do what he's supposed to do, we all good. Or I don't have to hear from God, the prophet. I, I hear from the prophet. Y'all catching me? Secondhand delivery. We're not in secondhand delivery anymore. The veil has been torn. You got firsthand delivery. Come on, somebody. Somebody say, I got firsthand delivery. That's exciting news to me. I, I, I don't have to go to a priest and go and do, uh, do the 10 steps to how to get better. I got firsthand delivery. So the New Testament shows us and points to what? Experiential. Spirit-led life. Can you say amen? How many of y'all learning something out of this? He put it in our inward part. So if you want to know the law of the kingdom of God, know that it's not the law of this world. If you want to know the law of the kingdom of God, if you're a believer, the law for you is in your inward part. Which means I know when I break the law. So if I don't have a smile on my face, it's not I'm not mad at you. All right, let me not go there. That, that's, that's a mature class. We're not going to go there. Y'all catching me? So as we learn God, God don't hold you accountable to what you don't know. Somebody say amen for that. Amen. You ain't about to take me down because I didn't, I didn't know I'm learning, God. And you got to know what knowing is because most of us, you still in condemnation because you think, you know, you didn't, you don't, you still don't know. You know what you're hearing, but you don't know experientially. So, so there's a, a component that God still gives you mercy and you're unknowing. But you'll be stuck into condemnation for three weeks because I, I supposed to know that, but you don't, because you keep, you, you, you haven't learned to come to the end of that. For God to hold you accountable to something, knowing is, is like there's a there is a vow rebellion. It's, it's this is this is this is no 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 this is no hear it for what you want to hear. If I go curse somebody out and walk off and leave them like that, that's a known rebellion. Don't matter, no matter what they do. Based on where I am. Now, some of y'all say that, well, you know, I'm just walking out of that. I, that, that. Yeah, that's probably not a no, no, that's not justified, but that's not necessarily a no. But I knew what I was doing. Because I would have to go through certain governmental, all right, governmental what? Systems, government architecture systems for me to get to that point. 
So I've walked through certain corridors to even, which mean I walked through God and looked at him and walked through God and looked at that law and walked through God's word. And then I finally say, I don't care what you say. Boom. That's different from somebody who come, they're, they're carnal base is the first response. So their threshold is not all there. You hit them and boom, it's first place. You about to come get it. But when the law has been established, you go through certain corridors of establishing law. You know, you can't you can't just just do it the way you want to do it. So that's different. Now, that's somebody who knows. But many of us, we don't have those principles established yet. And we don't understand. You no, know, you just need to keep running to God. You need to learn to walk with God. Those things, don't, it won't happen like that. It, stop. Get, Everybody, say this with me. I, I, I forgive myself. Yeah, learn to forgive yourself. Get back in the grace of God. Get back in the Lord, repent and say, God, help me to learn more of you. The reason why I'm doing this, I need to know more of you. Not look at more of myself or what I'm doing wrong. Because if I know more of you, I won't do it. If I knew more of you, I won't do it. Because the laws that God through the love. The laws that govern me that through the love. When I see how much I'm loving you, I don't want to do it. When I've tasted that level of you, I, I, hey, I don't want to lose the joy of my salvation. Can you amen? I'm going to open it up here in just one moment. Jesus, I seem like I just can't get to the five. All right. Y'all hanging with me? All right. We're going to run through this. <laughs> so I want you to know the Bible says that I put it in your inward parts and you have an unction. Somebody say, I have an unction. But ye have an unction. First John 2.20. I have an unction from the Holy One. And ye know how many things? How many things? So the unction is to teach you all things. I have not written unto you because you not know the truth, but because you know it and that no lie of the is of the truth. So unction is chrisma, which means anointing. It means uh, to 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 have a a particle of the spirit of God that it quickens you. There's a quickening of the spirit. There's an unction of the spirit. Can you say amen? Somebody say, I have a quickening. You know why you know that was wrong? You about to do it wrong? Because you got a quickening. How many of you are about to say something and then you, you had an unction? Now, how many of y'all went past? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> the unction came and you went past. <laughs> I saw it, but I ain't hold to it. But if you don't know that that was an unction to stop you, you allow yourself to violate the principle of maturity. And so what happens is you're praying for God to do something and God is saying, I am. All right, here we go. God is trying to respond to you, but because you don't understand your inward parts, you don't know he's responding. So this is why the church, our questions a lot of times is always on the outward parts. Everything that we ask is always about on the outward. It's never, and, and people will help you on your out. 
and we go round and round and round because we don't understand. God is trying to get you to respond on your. So we'll hi we won't highlight what's on the end of us, but we'll say it's something on the outside. It was them. It was that. It was that part. It was that because they said that. And I well, I, well, let me tell you what I did like that because. The, so the law on your end, you justification. Justification was established because love was an institution. So it's still a greater depth of love to understand. So you can submit to the principle of the law that governs greater depth and height. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Hallelujah. So let's let's move here. Somebody say I have an unction. And that unction is within you. I'm going to teach you just for a second, and I'm going to move quickly for the sake of time, uh, because I have an unction. My two little girls are going to run in here, and they're learning church structure. So the two-year-old has an unction that I'm going to have to hurry up. Um, <laughs> Her name is London. She just looked that up. Hallelujah. That was my wife, bro. That's it. Hallelujah. Five centuries. <laughs> You're going to have to edit that up. <laughs> Five centuries to non cognitive inspirations and sensations of the spirit. What is it? I'm actually going to give you four. Five sentences of the non-cognitive. What is non-cognitive? Non-cognitive is saying you're not going to get this by your cognition. You're not going to get this by your own understanding, your own interpret. You're not going to get it from your, your way of thinking. So these are non-cognitive sensations and, uh, and, and, and utterances that the spirit of God within you is going to help you understand how he works. Can y'all say amen? Number one, Mark 8, 12, but he sighed deeply. He what? He sighed deeply in the spirit and said, why does these generations seek a sign? Assuredly, I say to you, no sign shall be given to this generation. Um, I'm not talking about signs tonight, but I want to let you know Jesus saying, some of you be careful always seeking signs. If you are a sign seeker, that means you're not a principle establisher. You look for a sign out of everything. And Jesus don't like us looking for signs out of everything, but having the interpretation from the inward parts. Can you say amen? All right. He sighed deeply. That word sigh. If you understand these non-cognitive elements, I want you to understand something. You're going to learn to be stronger. Are y'all hearing me? You're going to learn to interpret God's ways. If you understand these and you master these experientially. If you master these what? Experientially, you'll go through the core class that will help you understand God's ways, the way he thinks, the way he moves. The Holy Spirit in you, which is God, is how he's working in you, how he communicates with you, how he warns you. How he prepares you. you you're, you're going to understand how those things work. Can you say amen? He sighed deeply. 
Now that word sigh is to uh, sigh. The, the Greek word for that is sustin, sun, excuse me, sunizos, sustin. I practiced this a, a hundred times. S U S T E N A Z O. Tenazo. You got it. That was it. It's Tenazo. Tenazo. Tenazo, the definite is to groan. He sighed. There was a, a groaning or a sigh. To groan or to sigh, when you're learning God, God will give you an inspiration. And I call it a prayer burden because it, it, it's like a, a sigh. It, it, it's something that's working within you, but it's an utterance. It's, it's like something that, uh, like, ah. Uh. <laughs> but it's a burden um, that comes upon you. Because of the situation, because of what's been given to you. So there's a sigh. Uh, and that word sigh is, is to groan together or, or uh, stenazo. All right. Romans 8.26. Let's go deeper with this. Likewise, the spirit also helps us in our weakness. You're going to understand this better. For we do not know what we should pray as for as we ought to. But the spirit himself make intercessor, intercession for us with what? With sighing, with groaning, with uh, stenazo. Are y'all catching me? With stenazo, which cannot be uttered. Which cannot be what? So it's, a, it's something of a groaning in you. It's wanting to find expression. It's wanting to what? So sometimes the feeling of I need to pray, it's a sigh. It's, it's a groaning in you and saying that I want to find expression. And this expression comes, now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Which means this sigh, this, this, this groaning, this prayer burden has to be established for me to understand the will, for me to agree. With the expression of God within me. Are y'all catching me? How many of y'all sense when God is telling you to pray? When you sense it, are you willing? Are we obedient? And are we giving the proper in that prayer? Catching okay, me, mind and tap into spirit realm from that is trying to find expression out of you. Can you say amen? All right, so he groaned, he sighed. Write that down. You're going to need this. That's number one to sigh. Sighing is more of like a prayer burden, it's, it's something that. It's wanting to find expression through um, the impartation uh, of a groan. It's groaning. It, it, there's a, a, a groan. How many of you ever prayed and you felt 
you didn't know what to say, but the groan, you, you just had a cry in your heart. You had a cry. And so you, what you don't know is God responds to that. He said, I do not despise a contrite heart, a broken spirit and a contrite heart. So this is why when you have a, uh, a cry you, 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 and then you give in that cry to God, that's the spirit of God in you, giving you expression to give back to him so he can strengthen you. And when that strength comes, the will of God will establish the you now with that. See, now as God come into you, there's instructions with the strength. There's instructions with the grace in that strength. Does that make sense? What happens is if I don't start submitting to that strength that I just gained and walking with it, I'll cast it off. And now the situation come. I'm trying to use what I just left off the strength. Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to know, is that side of the is that tongue? No. No, it's not tongue. Great question, though. Great question. Um, this side is something that's birthed in your inward parts. Okay? Uh, something that is provoking you. Something that is... Uh, it's trying to draw, it, 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 it's leaning to you. If I wake up in the morning and I haven't started my, uh, my day getting too busy because I have a certain schedule, the way I do things, a sigh. I got to get, find, let them find expression. And you learn to do that, well, as you mature, they don't come as often because you have your principled in how you walk, your principled in your prayer life. Uh, but as you're growing with God, God will do certain things in you because he, this is the formation of how God cleanses you. This is why some of you, while you're driving, you feel a cry come to you. <laughs> that side, that stanizo, that thing is trying to find expression. What is it doing? It's God trying to heal you from where you are hurt. But if you turn the tear down, you can miss the moment of. See, there's moments that God wants to be movable when he wants to be. It's not up to you. you this is why we're not mature enough yet. So until God matures us in a way we can tap in. And we can hear and we can understand we have a lifestyle of this thing. Certain points of our life, he'll stop you and you're feeling a certain way. You, you feel like weeping. You feel like crying. You, and you don't know what that thing is on you. And it's God trying to find expression in you. Nanazo. Are y'all getting this? Any questions on that one? If you got it, just put it at 30 seconds. And, 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 but any question on that? Are y'all understanding it? See, go ahead. Amen. I don't know. And I kept saying, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. Amen. Yeah. Yep. Amen. Give a hand clap. Yep. That's how it works. And we talked, I know what you were doing. To, to So as you submit to that, more of that will come. So that's how God cleanses you. He, he doesn't trust be, until he teaches us. But that's so much of the goodness of God. Because 
we it's hard for us to tap in sometime by ourselves. So he starts the process already for you. You catch what I'm saying? And what he's doing is getting that emotion connected to the imprint of that thing so you can give it out of you into his hands. Because every critical element, a component in your life, every critical element, a component that was defiled in your life came with an emotion. That's what people don't understand. It's attached to an emotion. So the emotion that's driving you sometimes because we, we lost the event somewhere in our soul. But God will drive the emotion and then highlight the event after once you start praying, he'll highlight the event and then you'll be able to express yourself freely in the father's hand. Once you've given that to him, now watch this. You will know you gave it because now there's be a transfer. You're giving it to God. You're seeing him as a father. You're finding expression and he's just something you, you can tell because something your heart is just being poured out to, to God, to a father. And then there's a transfer that's happening. Once that transfers happen and your tears slow down, if you open your eyes, you're going to actually tell that there was a strip that's been made available. What happened now, though, is you you found healing. You catch what I'm saying? Now, all don't come out like that. They can, but all don't come out like that. Because some of them, your mind will get in the way. And you have to really stand, stay long enough to break it through. Okay? You, you got to be able to stay long enough because God will give you the expression. But if you don't stay in that divine expression to keep your sight on him, your mind will walk you out. But God wants to help you to break through. Does that make sense? And this is where we get Presbyterian. I'd say we're going to pray more with it. whoever has those more depth elements. We want to help you pray. And we help you pray. And then you have a lifestyle of this. Why do you need a lifestyle of this? Because you keep a cleansing in yourself. You go to spiritual dialysis. Some of you need a consistent spiritual dialysis. If you're not dialysizing, your blood might be stopped up. You, you have toxins that need to come out. So every day you get that waste out so you can have purity. Purity of mind, purity of thought, because the toxins have been filtered out. And y'all say, man, can I tell you something? These are the first steps of Christianity. This is why, I, see, you do what you want to do. I'm not, I don't like to move from these areas because many want to go beyond and learn beyond. You, you, you're wasting time. You say what you, you're wasting time. You, until you start with this, you always want to come back to this. Because until God can cleanse you properly, you, you don't have the structure. You don't have the, the element, the structure to handle those levels of assault, those levels of assassination. Jesus said, as you grow in me, they're going to not like you because you're law. Now we get into the other part of that. I got to clean you. I got to make you, because I got to make you unmovable. If I don't make you unmovable, you're going to keep moving. 
Because if you're going to walk in truth, they don't like truth. You see the world? Like truth. So I got to show you as truth in hopes that they accept truth. But if they don't accept it, they ain't going to accept you. Know that. So I got to help you understand how to be strong and not so needy upon people. Not so needy upon people's responses. Because if you like that, you, you lunch meat. And being careful that you don't become an enemy of me because you're walking with them. He said, they're going to hate you because they hated me for no reason. Why? Because the carnal part of us, we don't care about truth. You ever said, when somebody told you the right thing, you say, I don't. How many of, come on, how many of us said that in your life? Right? Okay, so if it was the truth, why you didn't care? Because the carnality of us, that spirit, the, the unction of that realm, don't care about your truth. It wants what it wants. So that part of us has to be submitted to God. We got to crucify that part. Every day I crucify my mind. You no, know, you, you're talking too much. Be quiet. What is, what is the worst? See, that, that, that's an internal fight. Uh -uh, stop thinking like that. Can you cast down arguments? Can, can you, you, you can, are you casting down arguments? Can you discipline the flesh when your when, when your flesh has learned to be submitted? Are y'all catching me? All right, we got to get out of here. Hallelujah. So to size, to nazo, to nazo. How many y'all learned something from that? So this week you you're gonna be prepared because God is going to send an option. He's going to send a side. And I pray that you don't cast it off, but you find a place to let him be God and find that he is Abba. If you find Abba Father, you will never go back to anything else as a substance outside of Abba. This world don't need, you know what? We don't even need just a visual of God. We need Abba. We don't, we have a father problem. And when I say a father problem, we have an Abba father problem. And if we can deal with the father problem, we'll deal with the faith problem. Uh, Y'all hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. All right. I done heard the cup. I know it's time. Man. I'm coming, Lord. Gee. <laughs> Matthew 9 30. Number two. Number two. And their eyes were open, and Jesus sternly warned them. And Jesus what? Sternly warned them, seeing that no one knows it. But when they had departed, they spread the news about him at him in all the country. That he sternly, somebody say sternly. He sternly warned them. That sternly means embry my oh my. Embry my oh my. This is the second unction element. Or sensitivity that you need to have. This is a second non-cognitive inspiration or sensation of the spirit. Embry, my, oh, my. To sternly warn and infuse a spiritual authority. To sternly warn. Why did Jesus warn him? He did not want them to know because it was going to prevent him from entering into that city. Okay. 
Now, every my own mind, it, it, it comes like a quickening. Okay? It comes like a what? Quickening. Let me read this. Matthew 9, 28. I'm going to go through these pretty quickly, so write them down for future reference. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to, unto him, Believe ye that I am able to do this. They said unto him, Yeah, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were open, and Jesus straightly charged. He straightly charged. He, 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 embry, my, oh, my, them. Warned them to see that no man know it. So this is a charge. It's a stern charge. Okay. Um, this charge is a authoritative inspiration. So sometimes God wants something done a certain way because we live by his ways. See, the problem we, we like to do, we, but we don't understand. You mastery that we do things lawfully. So it's not about just doing something. You got to understand God's ways. There's a way to do it. If you get out of the way to go just do something, you can miss God. So sometimes he has a certain way for a certain reason. Okay. Now it's interesting because Jesus is saying, don't go tell people that I'm healing you. Now, why would Jesus don't want people to know that he's healing? Why? Because he had a way. There was a what? Reason for his way. My ways are not, my thoughts are not your. So it's uh, in my own mind will, will, Give a it's a spiritual element, it, it will give you a authoritative function of a certain degree of a way. When you're dealing with people, sometimes it's you can't use the same pattern on one as the other. You got there's a warning or a strong authoritative warning that you give a certain way. So you'll add this to that, but you don't do that. And that's a spiritual element. Are oh, y'all hearing what I'm saying? So this is why we have to have the sermon of the spirit. We got to understand these non, they're what? Non-cognitive. So you can't just conjure it up. Which we learn to do. And it's not nothing wrong if it's principle, but you got to understand the divine inspiration of God. God knows who you're talking to. God knows who he, how he wants to say what he wants to say with people. Way When I look at certain things, I, I can see on certain basis of the government, I can tell you that way or this way. Uh, no, not that way for you. That way or this way. Does that make sense? So there's a element of discernment that you have to have in, what is the word? <laughs> I'm teaching y'all Greek. <laughs> You're learning Greek tonight. Embry my oh my. To sternly warn. So there is a warning. Don't do that. Do it like this. Don't go back and do that. And your spirit will know. Okay? So the discernment of your spirit will know. It's, 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 a, it's a stern warning. 
I'll talk to certain people and the unction will come. Ah, don't do that. That is going to be detrimental. Don't accept that. Because you can see ahead. Okay? That's a spiritual element too, seeing ahead. We're going to get to that. All right. Guys, God doesn't want us to be lost. He wants you to know all things. If you have the God who knows all things, he don't want to be a mystery. He wants you to know the mystery. I have given you the mysteries of the kingdom. Now, there are things that are only for God because he's God. But he's giving you the mystery of the kingdom of God. I don't want you to be ignorant. Does that make sense? So ignorance is the most dangerous device that, that, that we cannot occupy. Amen. So to strictly charge or to have that authoritative inspiration. Embry, my, my, to strictly one or a quickening. There will be a quickening upon you. All right. One thing about the spirit. You cannot. Take your time. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, believers handle God like they just got a patent on him. Oh, yeah, we handle him like we just got, we just know. You don't have a patent. On, the patent is, do you understand the elements when he comes? And are you sensitive to what he wants to do? In moments. When that quickening come, will you obey? There are times I have a quickening while I'm preaching. But I'm caught up trying to do what. And if I missed it. See. You can say it's a good message, but I'm repenting. Because only God knows what he wants to do at a moment. See, that's a sensitivity to the realm of the spirit. Why everybody's smiling. Can you know what God was saying? Tell somebody, I can handle it, I can handle it, I can handle it, I can handle it. I, it, 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 it. It's training you. Why? Because he wants you to know his emotions, his motions, his ways, how he moves. He's trying to protect you. He's trying to help you. He's trying to help you to see, help you to understand, help you interpret your life and what's to come of your life. Can you say amen? All right. Uh, what was number one? Decide. Number two, a third order tale of inspiration. Embry, my, oh, my. All right. Number three. This is very important. Number three. Here we go. Uh oh, I didn't. Number three. Here we go. John 13, 19 through 21. Now, I'll tell you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe that I am he. Most surely I say to you, he who. Whomever I send receives me, and he who does not receive me receives him who sent me. When Jesus said, had said these things, he was, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Most sure I say to you, one of you will be. You ready? This word is, means trouble. It means a warning. And this, the Greek word of that is 
Tarasso, 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 T A R A S S O, to agitate, trouble. To cause an inward disturbance. It, 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 it's to feel troubled. Uh, striking one's spirit with fear or dread. Okay? So this word, it means kind of like a warning. So God knew somebody was going to portray him. The crazy part is you don't know who's going to portray you. Because we don't know, we handle it the wrong. See, you think because people walked off that pastor didn't know. So you can miss the preparation steps of what was prepared. But it's not that we didn't know. <laughs> Somebody say the spirit life. So there are certain words that are more stricter that and those people know that this is a different conversation. And if you don't submit to that, this is going to we we, we uh, you we just on the time clock. See, see, because God helps you to warn you of things to come, warn you. I can be in the store and something to come. Watch out for that. Okay. If I now, if my mind is all over the place and I'm just gonna get some fruit loops, and I can't forget the milk, can't forget the milk. I <laughs> the thought come, you don't care about no thought. Because <laughs> Living this life calls for sensitivity. Somebody say sensitivity. It helps you. It prepares you. Are y'all getting something out of this? So this Tereso, Tarasso, helps you to understand. And there are some scriptures that you can study on that. It's to strictly what? Warn. Warn. It, it's a warning. Uh, it's an early warning sign that danger is coming. This is the second part of that. Y'all ready? There's trouble. It, it's, it, it's trying to tell you that danger is around the corner. Now, I gave you one. Let me get the other facet of that. This actually can prepare you from premeditated death. This can prepare you from accidents. This can prepare you from things happening to your life or others around you. This is a sensitive area. There, it's, it's, it's a warning. It's an unction of a warning. It's not only for pastors, for you too. The problem is you got to be sensitive to the spirit. This is why believers today, we got to lie to you when it comes to certain debt. I, all right, I'm, I need y'all to pray because sometimes I say stuff too early. Let me back up. You say, what do you mean by that? The reality of your reality is not always the reality. 
Because we don't live up to what the expectation is of God for each individual. So, for example, if something happened in my family or has happened, even though I don't say it, that don't mean I didn't know it. I can tell you what God said and I can tell you what we didn't do. All right, maybe this message is not, maybe, all right, let me, let me help out just a little bit because it looked like it's getting tough in here. God is saying, I'm, I'm about to get you. God, let me ask you something. We like to, how, how many of you know that you, how, okay, so why do we talk about standing in a gap? Standing in a gap for what? If you're just waiting on God to do it. Don't he use your mouth to do it? Okay. So when God warns of something, sometimes it's not just waiting on God to fix it. He's saying, no, you, you do something. Move. Don't go that way. Get out of this lane. Move that way. I'm warning you. I'm showing you. This is why some of you, some dreams, it's for you to stand in the gap. There are many people that I saw very vital things at certain, but it bypassed because I prayed to break through. They have no idea that that thing could have been, all right, I'm trying to talk spirit talk tonight. They had no idea that there was in danger. But it's not, I don't need, I don't need, it's, it's God that showed me, I don't need the credit. But I helped them, hey, let's get your life together. But you don't understand that danger was at your corner. And somebody prayed for you with a breakthrough prayer. This is why you better honor people who pray. Honor the, those prayers are moving. And you might be held up by your prayer. You don't know it, but that don't mean you need to live from that prayer. You got to grow up. Because there's a point where you can hit a certain element that. So you got to understand. That's why we're learning this. Y'all, I'm trying to help you. That's why we're learning this. He warns you. I don't have visions about my children all the time. Well, they, you, brother. We got to work on this. Work on this. What is that? A warning. Terrazzo. It can be, yep, yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It, but but th th this is the danger because many people today say I can do what I want to do because somebody prayed for me. And I, I know that's not what you're saying. But I'm saying what the reality of what people do. 
I, I live my life and because somebody, mama, I'm living off mama prayers. I'm saying, mama said, daddy said, you know, there are certain times where if you bypass a certain principle and you don't know what you touch, that, that might not be strong enough for this. And so this is where you got to grow up principally individually. We have to all grow up. Prayers do hold you. And that's why you honor, honor the principle of honor. The principle of what? Be careful about how you dishonor. In fact, Jesus said your life would be short if you dishonor. So I love when people, especially honor your parents. Honor them, honor them, honor them. Now, I know I teach honor, but you got to be careful of agreement. But you, that, that, but you don't do that in front of them. You, you learn to honor. At, period and point blank, honor. Honor, honor. I don't even care if you think they're wrong. That's not your place. If God is using them in any place, you better honor them. Because the principle still stands. Watch your mouth. Watch your, watch your mouth. That's why I tell believers, stop. Don't, you don't have to talk about what people do wrong all the time. Don't, don't do that. And especially if you talk about certain things, because if you don't know what God could be using. For example, can I give you an example real quick? And I'm going to stop on this. Y'all going to have to come back next week for the other three. Um, don't they do that on your own TV? Hey, well, we're going to stop right now. You got to come back next week. Oh, you got to pay $100. Here's the three. No. Um, honor. Um, for example, this is a common. If you said it, just repent. This is a common. I see people talk about, especially preachers and, and having money. Now, the danger of that, and listen to me, and everybody out there, because you got to mature. The danger of that is, number one, God didn't say nobody needs to be broke. The number two of that, if they're using the principle for good, it, God would deal with them doctrinally, but he's using them to get the work done. So you're actually not even talking against them. You're talking against what God is using them to do. So once again, higher principles, you got to be careful. And so what you're doing actually is talking against your own prosperity. So that's why you got to watch your mouth because you don't know you're talking against your own prosperity when you're talking against the prosperity of a man of God. And he's not a man of God because of what, how you look at him. He's a man of God because God is using him. Whether God deals with him, let that be against him and God. You worry about you. I, you know what? I, I, I need a whole section on this because believers be worrying about the wrong thing. I say that because you waste a lot of time. You master what somebody's doing wrong, but you're doing nothing. Okay? So I hear the cry. There, I'm going to close there. There, you'll get the next three. Y'all gonna be here next week? How many? How many y'all feel that's important to know? Jesus, these two was important. Lord, I can't imagine the other three. You can see the danger when people don't understand the inward parts, and this is why we have religious ideologies and and quotations and modalities, and we say all kinds of stuff. But a principal person understands 
how to be governed in their inward parts. So they're not always lost about why things happen. Okay? They're not always lost, like everybody else trying to figure out. Just because they're quiet don't mean they don't know. I'm going to say that again. Just because they're quiet doesn't mean that they don't know. And, and, and so this is why we need to know so we can know how to handle things properly and also comfort people properly. How to do the dealings of God properly. And we're going to really extend on the warning part because I, I really want you all to understand some of these things that we go through, we can stop them or we can prevent them or we can pray through them. Even over your family, over your children, you got to have a pre-warning sign. God will show you. God is not. Listen to me. God, I, he shows you. And if he can't show you, he'll try to find somebody around you. But if everybody is closed-minded, now we see the outcome of that thing, huh? And then what happened God? It wasn't about God. Understand God. Y'all catch me? So there are spirits. There are things that are assignments. There are things that, that number one, you stay in alignment with your church because that's a protection mechanism too. You can lean on the extension of your, 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 your leaders. By the grace upon my extension of what I'm submitted to. Hey, you can't stay here. See y'all. All right. Israel didn't open that sea. Moses opened that sea. So they was walking as an extension through somebody, something somebody else opened, which means everything that's open don't mean that you opened it. Y'all better. All right, Jesus. See, this is what people get lost because we get stuck. I, I done ran through my breakthrough. And then you run out from honor and order. And you're like, whoa, what happened? Because you didn't realize your running wasn't, that wasn't you that did that. Every door that opened, you got to discern. That's not, that devil's not off of you only because of what you said. All right, glory to God. I, 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 no, I, 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 listen to me. I, 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 well, I ain't trying to fight this by myself. No, no. Tell somebody stay connected. Stay connected. Stay connected as long as you can. Don't go in self denial, self rebellion, self autonomy. That stuff is dangerous because people don't realize you what you think you can handle. You cannot handle by yourself. And all roads that open. It mean that you opened it. That can be an extension of grace given to you by honor. Or because you're, you're, you're in what God has you in. You're doing what God called you to do. So God honors you with blessings above measure because you're doing those things. You Watch this. You can be doing the lowest job, but because you're in obedience, you're going to have the highest income. Yeah, yeah Jesus. See, that, that's why when, when people don't understand the principle of honor. Every person that I, I'm going to start, we're going to start doing testimony. Remind me, Mercedes. A, a normative. Let me tell you how God good, how good God is. We do outreaches at the uh, homeless shelter many times. And everybody that stay connected, it can be just they just connect. And I always tell them because you just connected, God is about to blow your mind. Every single one of them. But when the principles are not established, then they break off and they realize oh, I'm back to back to square one. I'm saying that to say I, I want you to understand. I can tell you because you're connecting to what God is connecting to. 
he's by default going to help you. He's going to make a way. He's going to make sure that you are taken care of because you're connected to the source of the river opening. So you're going to walk through the Red Sea. You're like, I ain't paid for this. You ain't had to. You're just going the way that it's supposed to, you, you're supposed to be going. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk through the water. Come on. I'm, I'm going to walk through the water. I'm going to walk to the job. I'm going to walk to. Yeah, it's mine. Why? Because I'm submitted to the process. These are principles that govern the kingdom of God. And that, that's why you stop trying to do it like the world. You don't have to do it that way. That, when I'm talking about the sensitivity of the spirit and this is a life style, you learn to live this life style. You're not awakened by things. And that's why people who live a spirit life are offended, are, are, are not, 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 not wrongly offended. But, you know, we, 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 when people talk pre-understanding, as if they're deep or if they have and they don't know, understand the first principles that govern what they're talking about. It's, it's not that you don't desire that, but be careful of your definitions because you make the word of God to no effect by you bringing it to the end of that. As if, oh, I'm this and I'm that. And but if you're telling somebody that they like, well, what's hope for me? Because if that's all of you and you don't even know who you are. Are you catching what I'm saying? You, you, you make the word of God to no effect because your traditions It's better to say, hey, you know what? I'm working towards it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Out of context. Yep. Yes. Yes. You haven't experienced and you haven't been tested for authenticity, which means you haven't been you haven't been tested principally. So you, you, you're not rightly dividing the word of truth. You're not rightly dividing. So you can use a scripture to govern your justification in something. But you didn't consider this one and that one and that one. And, and this is where believers have to be principled because you people do it all the time. But if you're not principled. You'll miss it because you don't understand. Scripture should always run. Everything you do is from the word of God. So everything you think is from the word. So I can think 10 scriptures and I know uh, you miss about the uh, you. You using it. So you're using it actually against yourself. To, to qualify your justification. And we do it all the time. Well, didn't the Bible say if this one ain't that? Well, just. And so if the danger is, though, you run with that. You run with that. Go ahead. Yep. Yep. You take one scripture to fit your narrative. Yep. One. Exactly. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Because the Bible says line upon line. And so it's not saying go find five scriptures that justify what you're trying to do. But if one violates what you're trying to do, what what are you trying to make the scripture fit you? Or are you making it 
you fit the scripture. But remember, if you're trying to fit that scripture and not this scripture, you're always going to miss it. See, that's the problem, because we want to fit that scripture. And by this scripture, he just showed me five that trumps what you just said. So you actually don't know that you're governed by the original sin of the devil that just said Jesus. Principle, principle, principle. Didn't Jesus say, hey, whoa. Jesus said, whoa, hold on. Let me pull down from a higher principle. But the word said, man shall not live by bread. So if you're not learning the internal principle that governs relational context, the devil going to manipulate you all day. And you're going to be like, yeah, you're right. The Bible did say that. And then you walk off like, well, the Bible said that. It's not about that. Yeah, the Bible said that, but it said something else too. It also said this and that and that. And, and so that is not something that, okay, thanks, hear me. It's not about you going to college and learning that. That will come. God will bring it to your remember. Come on, bring it to your, as you learn to walk with him. Okay, so as you learn to make the word of God your first priority, he'll bring it. You, you don't even know how that came. I love to preach a study message, but I'm not good at it. Because sometimes God wants to talk now. But for you to do that, you got to learn to live. The spirit life. Because I got I'm working on what he brings. Not just what I just went to go practice. So uh, when you live a spirit life, when you study, the study is in you. I can go study a Google message and come out here and be like, oh, and be power and yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. It's, it's word of God. But when you're studied and you made the word of God and you're hitting the word in your heart, you don't have to try to. When you're in the position, Holy Spirit will bring it to your remembrance. What did I say about this? He'll give you the word in communication. I hear you, but. So your, your scriptures will be running. You, you, you're qualifying, you're judging, you're judging what is and what's not. For we judge, first scripture, spiritual things with, we judge spiritual things with, so we're still judging spirit. So you need to know what is of the spirit of God and what's not of the spirit of. And if you don't know that, you'll run with something. This is why many people's lives are held back because are held up because we can be running with stuff without considering where did you get that from? And where was that rooted? So, hallelujah. My ammunition to you is submit to God. Learn to resist the devil. And allow the spirit of God to take you through the proper course of the spirit. So you may know what is to come. How many of y'all were blessed by that? How many of y'all have a couple of tools to run with tonight? How many of y'all going to be looking for the mind of God? Some of y'all going to be, we, we tell it. 
Don't be hyperactive. Just <laughs> let God lead and guide you into all truth. If God shows you something, for example, God can show me, hey, you're too busy, spend more time with you. It can be something simple, but it's simple, but it's not simple. Because if you don't jump into this, that I can expect that. So I can't say you didn't show me. Why I'm always cognizant of, see, I can't tell God he was wrong if I wasn't in the spirit. Because I, I can't say he didn't bring it to me. You see why Pastor talk about you see why I talk about being sensitive to God? Because when you grow up, no, hold on. You said you, you didn't need prayer today, right? You didn't need the mind of God today. You didn't need sensitivity of you, you didn't hear, you didn't want to hear. You were so mad you didn't want to hear. Especially in marriages, Jesus. Tell somebody, forgive quickly, forgive quickly. Uh-oh, I'm going to lose about half of us tonight. Tell them, forgive quickly. Because you're going to have to learn how to submit quickly. Because if the truth of it is not shown, you could be mad on a lie. Because of carnality. Because you up here and how you respond and how you move and what you do is way different from you down here. So when I get to this place, ah, you might roam like a mad fool. But when you get back up here, you have understanding. There's love. All right. Y'all catching me? There's compassion. We communicate. We Because, see, sometimes the default issue, somebody opened Pandora's box. That didn't start. Just because it starts, somebody let a crack it. Because when there's a consistent flow, but when the crack comes in, I'm going to open up just for a second. Um, if you have a quick question, comment, or a highlight, I want you to just take 30 seconds and put it out there. If you have any questions, put it out there. Don't hold it. How many of y'all blessed by that tonight? Amen. Uh, let, let's go ahead and open up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, just real quick. Um, you had mentioned uh, lack of knowledge. Uh, so it was, it was Hosea, Hosea 4 and 6. Well, I don't think it was a scripture that you referenced, but yeah, it was Hosea 4 and 6, where my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And when you were speaking on that, um, what came to mind is that oftentimes we adopt a lot of universal um, cliche yeah. you know, or what you don't know won't hurt you or, or you mm. know hey you know what you don't mm. know won't hurt you you know and while I may understand uh, you know the theory behind that or the you know understand that the, the statement the truth is uh, what you don't know will kill you yes you know um, and and you know I, I would say that the danger in can, adopting can you know you yeah. can't 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 kill yeah. You. yeah and so and so the danger in adopting well, what I think the danger in adopting a lot of those uh, you know, universal statements yeah. is that um, you'll build a theology on that. And so you say, well, what you don't know won't hurt you or you know, what have you. You tend to 
live by that. Yeah. You know, um, when the word says that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. So that's still going off of what you're stating. Um, what you don't know, but can, yeah. can kill you, can destroy you. Um, and so that's, that, that's what, that's what stood out to me. Amen. So good. I, I, absolutely. You know, I, I like what you said. We, we, a lot of it, we adopt them and we don't critically think about what we adopt and we build doctrines around it, which becomes strongholds. Okay. When you build doctrines around those things, it builds into strongholds. That's why nobody can tell you nothing anymore about it. Does that make sense? So it, it's such a stronghold that you have a reaction when somebody's against it. So it started off as a thought, but now it's like, wait, wait what are you talking about? You understand what I'm saying? And so now it become kind of a source of a stronghold. And that's where we have to always stay open according to in accordance with God so we can have considered. We, we consider anything. That's why I always say, don't be afraid to ask questions. I don't care what church you've been to. Don't ever come here and tell me, you know, I didn't want to know. Ask. If you don't ask, you're going to lock yourself up in the lack of knowledge. Don't do that. So I appreciate asking. Amen. So I will never tell you, don't don't question God. I won't do that. Oh, please don't do that. And so, amen. Go ahead. You, you uh, need the, the question. Thing, the thing that stood out to me tonight was about um, when you said that we all have an unction and that when we bypass that unction, that that stifles our maturity yes. in him. And so mm. that was just really like good for me today because it's like, you know, how many times have I I've been in the bed and I'm like, I know I need to get up. I know I need to get up. Yeah. And, and I just roll over and go to sleep, you know, go back to sleep. And it's like in that time, he really, you know, I, I, I'll get up later. Yeah. But it was like at that moment, like I said, I missed something. And now I'm realizing, Marla, you, you could have really missed something that just even if it's just that time for him to just tell you that he loves you, mm. you know, just throughout the day or whatever else. And so that to me is what stood out for me today. So good. Thank and you. I like how you phrased that. The missing unction uh, deals with our maturity because God is trying to build a stature and a character. And so sometimes it's not just on the basis of he's trying to get us out of us. Even if it's just for that fact. Even if it's just for that fact that now he can start working and and making sure that you're more flexible. Um, great, great. Really, really good. Uh, uh, Marla. Absolutely. It stifles your maturity, you know, because God, as a good father, would. He wants to make sure you have the stature. To handle the level Listen, everybody in here, if I said, God will put you in the mansion tomorrow. Now, we will shout dance until you get there. And the most people, if you haven't mastered managing a thousand there and managing a, a three-story house, a two-story your mind won't conceive that level so by default it will be too much for you does it make sense so oh in lieu of what um kamisha was saying earlier about the unction when she was crying and and you know god has a he moves when he moves um, he moved one time with me on my way going to work. I don't know if you remember that that following Sunday. He he dropped in my spirit the song, Sacrifice. Mm. And 
I think I was crying all the way to Fort Worth until I could hear him saying, mm. pull over. And at the moment, you may not know what the tears are for. And it, it wasn't a, a cry like something's wrong or something is going on. Right. But it was him telling me that I, it was time, I had to release, take my hands off some things. And he was saying, are you really willing to sacrifice? Let me take care of them. Let me handle that. So my cry to him, I had to literally yeah. cry, cry it out yeah. to say, I need to just take my hands off of it because he can do it better. And then on a second note, when you were talking earlier about um, the discipline, you know, when when God is taking us somewhere or when he, you know, he may say, don't go that way or there's a hole right there. And even from children, when, when they know that when they had done wrong, not picking on London, but earlier, <laughs> I'm not picking on London Crystal, Pastor Crystal, but she, she dropped a cup of water and Gabriella say, London dropped her water. So I went over there and London said, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, but this is what she was doing. It's okay. It's okay. So I say that to say that's how God convicts us. Yes. You know, yes. when we know, you know when you're walking with him, you've done wrong. Now he's he's probably gonna say it's okay, but you fit she had that pizza in her mouth, but she felt some type of way, like, don't you tell daddy, don't you tell my mama, it's okay, you know. And she she handed all the napkins to me, like, hurry up and clean it, you know. So I just, you know, I thought about that, uh -huh. how, how God disciplines his children. Yes. I didn't have to fuss. I didn't have to say, no, no, I'm going to tell. Because God doesn't handle us like that. Right. Now, Joanne, why are you walking down that road? I told you it's a, it's a ditch. Yeah. So you're not going to listen. Yeah. And I kept walking. So I fell in the ditch. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And if you fall, get back to your father and keep because that's a learning curve. Just don't keep pointing to yourself to get it right, because you can't get right until you get to him. Amen. So good. Thank you for that. You will have times you're going to cry out, and you won't always remember what you're crying for. But once you that release comes, what the point was, the strength that was gained out of it, because you're learning how to live on a substance. You're learning how to live on a what? Ah, that substance is grace. This is what he means by don't set aside the grace of God. That's what the Bible don't set aside. The, so you, if you're not living on with in grace or with grace, so there's a saving grace and then there's a moving grace. So there's a grace that saved you, but if you don't learn the grace that guides you and leads you, you don't have strength to move. So you don't need just saving grace. You need movable grace. All right. And that grace gives you strength to push through where you can't do it in your own strength. Amen. Somebody say, I can't do it in my own strength. I can't do it in my own strength. So I can submit myself. He gives me the strength to be and do what he said I can do and be. Amen. Any last ones? I was hearing submit again. Submitting unto God love being principled in him yes 
and um also when you were saying like when um if somebody was murdered j just that example or um i was thinking about botham john's brother when he was testifying and he said that he forgave her yeah yeah and yeah. the judge gave her a bible that's how we are supposed to show love yeah. that's the experience and that's how we can draw others yeah unto god to know him Amen. because of the experience that we've had with yeah. him and he got major backlash for that yeah he did you see because they're because people were christians believers will be actually enemies of the cross but someone to have a family member that died in such a way and still have Christ in their mouth. That's somebody that had experiential knowledge. And if you go against that, you're actually, in, that's dangerous. This is why believers have to be very careful. Why, why you, you don't know who you're talking to now because he's not talking from himself. That's a grace that he's speaking from. That's a that as fresh as well. That's a grace he's speaking from. So absolutely, thank you so much for that. Okay, anybody else? Anybody else? I, 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 so um, these are the things that we must. Y'all can stand to your feet. These are the things that we have to learn how to. Continue to walk. How many of you feel like, oh, I see why prayer is more important now. How many of y'all sense that tonight? Oh, I get why you saying got to be sensitive. Because I, I, it's important to discern the unctions of God. Because I don't want to miss something that's vital to something as a priest. We are priests and kings. As the priesthood, you have a priestly element, priestly garment. So as a priest, you, you stand in the gap. As a priest, you have a consecrated mechanism that establishes how and what God shows you for where he's taking you. Does it make sense? The kingly part of you, that's you learning the principles that govern life living and all that stuff, but you don't, don't cast off the priestly garment. Many people can't try to go into the kingly and they violate the priestly and that's where they get off. You are priest and king. Okay. So um, let's pray and we'll talk. All right. Father, we thank you tonight for your word, God. For your love is greater to us than anything in this earth. We submit tonight our hearts will condemnation, Lord, we tear it off tonight. For all we, that we may know you, power of your resurrection and the fellowship of your suffering. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, your love, your kindness. Lord, you are such a good father. You're a good source. You're a good strength. So tonight, Lord, we learn and lean 
not unto our own understanding, but we give up our weaknesses for your strength. We give up our pains for your healing. We give up our faults for your righteousness. For on that cross, you died. And by those stripes, we've learned and we were healed. You was wounded for our transgression. Wounded for our transgression. Bruised for our iniquity. And the chastisement of our peace means we should be able to live in a consistent life of peace. So, Father, I pray peace on everybody in this place under the sound of my voice. I pray peace over them right now. It's upon you. We will not cast off our peace. It was upon you. And you are in us. I tonight ourselves to you tonight. God, we love you. We thank you. For you are our life. And we thank you for all that you are and what you're doing. Lead and guide us continually. And we will do well and help us to submit. Say that with me, Lord, help me to submit. Say, Lord, help me to follow your pattern. In Jesus' name, amen. Can you give God a hand clap? Hallelujah, hallelujah. How many of y'all are going to be here next week to hear the rest? Amen. I got to leave. I got to leave a little room. You got three next week. So how many remember the first two? You ain't got to say the, the Greek word, but how many of you understand the first two?